This is Joe Hasselvander from Raven, Hounds of Hasselvander. You're listening to, oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> Go on, try. <laughs> it's maxim- maximum threshold? <laughs> That's it. Okay, can I do that again? You sure can. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is maximum voltage, maximum power, maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
going on out there, good people? Yeah, we're back for another fine edition this week of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Had a long-ass day today, let me tell you. <clears throat> adjust my, hold on to me, adjust my pants. So today, let's see, um, today I went to Wizard World Con, or convention, whatever you want to call it. And we've been doing that for the last few years. And you would you think I'd go there and I'd try to hook up with some of these um, the actors that are doing the signings and all that. Hell no. Why would I do that? They ain't going to talk to you anyways unless you got money. So let's just say I didn't talk to them because they weren't doing any press like that. So how with them? I talked to people who wanted to talk to us. So today... I interviewed a couple authors, real short, you know, because they're hustling their, their books and stuff and meeting, meeting babies and shaking moms and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I got a couple here. They're, they're pretty cool. They're, they're, they sound about the same. I mean, with content wise, but I was, it was nice to talk to somebody who had some brains <laughs> And just um, just shoot the shit with them for a couple minutes. So I had um, <clears throat> see we got let's see who do we have. I know we have Matthew Wolf, and we have Will O'Shire. I have two interviews tonight, uh, pre-recorded. Like I said, I got them today at uh, Wizard World Con. Ran into some peeps out there. Cleveland Rocks Magazine people, as well as uh, Domain Cleveland. I don't know if, if Bill got any interviews with anybody, uh, but I know he got a promo ID from this guy. Where's it at? I got a first. I beat him. Listen to this. You are listening to Maximum Threshold. That's Maximum Threshold Radio. And yes, I spoke Swahili. I'm Kato Kalen. Another one. Hey, everybody, it's me, Kato Kalen. Oh my gosh, I Maximum Threshold Radio. You're on fire. Keep listening. That's right. I got it. You know, talk, talk to him. We've been talking to him for years. Good dude, man. Good guy. We were going to do an interview, but we couldn't pull it off. He said he still has a year left on his contract to do any type of recorded interviews or anything like that. So, yeah, that's, he said he's, that's what CBS told him. So, who knows? But, yeah, he's a cool guy. He takes always takes times out for us. And he's a cool guy. Yep. I know Michael hooked up with him was a couple years ago as well and said the same thing. Yep. I think, did, I don't know, did he get a promo ID with him or not? I, I don't remember. But if not, man, I think that's a first. <laughs> Let's see. Um, yes, yeah, so like I said, what we got going on tonight is just a couple couple interviews. I may hit, maybe we'll get somebody else on a little bit before we do a live call in. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll shoot a text out in a little bit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, shoot it, shoot a little right off the bat right now. No, we're just gonna roll with this for a little bit. 
play you some tunes, and then, uh, well, if you're listening to us live, you get to hear all this cool stuff that we're playing. But if you're listening to the podcast, you're only listening. You're only, you're only going to get to hear, you know, some choice songs, you know, that, that we we're authorized to record for you guys, you know. Like we started off the show with Spirits of Fire, and that is, of course, with Tim Ripper Owens and Chris Caffrey. Yeah, they sent me over the music so I could play it. So yeah, so we're authorized. Yeah, that's how that that's how that rolls. But there's some bands like I talked to you guys uh, probably about a year ago that you probably will never hear on this station again, just because they're out looking to sue people playing their music. When when band in particular is called anthrax <laughs> so you probably never hear them on this show again it's because of that i mean i'm not saying they're not cool guys and all that and you know they take out take time out for us and you know help us out but when it comes to the legal parts yeah it's a little a little, a little different so what other than that what can you say this is episode 551 of the maximum threshold radio show we're live to you tonight in Tampa, Florida. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. It's always an honor to be here, to sit here in the studio and just gab for a little bit, clear my mind, let you know what I know what's going on, and play some mini, some cool tunes for you. And also, these interviews, man, are pretty damn good. Now, who else is going to be interviews like this that we get and if you're just if this one of your first time or second time you're tuning in listening to us uh we are a hard rock metal comedy kind of show cover anything anything that's entertaining we will cover the event or talk about it here on the show and then you know we always field calls from people you can call in the show direct at 440-709-4977. Once again, that call in number is 440-709-4977. Like I said, you could call in anytime where you could call and leave a message and we'll play it here on a show. And if you're subscribing on one of our network stations, one of our places where you can get our music at, like at Apple Podcast or Google, whatever the hell they call that now, um, Google Play, who knows, podcast, whatever the hell it's called. You subscribe to us on there. Uh, leave us a review, man. We'll read it on here, whether it's good or bad. And you know, and if you do give, you do give us a good review, um, and I read it on the air. Uh, hopefully, you listen to it. And what I'll do is, we'll send you over a prize package. Okay. We need to get some more of those comments on there, uh, recommending us to others. Because the more that we get on here, you know, like on iTunes and everything else, it kind of, there's um, an algorithm that's set up that it, the more it listens, or the more comments you get on it, the more in rotation it gets and it's put out there on their own feeds. And that's what you want to do. You want to get these bands that we're playing on here that people aren't familiar with. Um, a, a larger audience, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. I know one of the things I want to touch on tonight before I get into all this is just a little little review of the movie 
Lords of Chaos, uh, starring Rory Culkin and also um, Val Kilmer's son, um, who played Dead in there. And um, I, I mean, I'm going to make it real short. I mean, it was really cool uh, to see, you know, where this is taken off and how it how it refers to the book and back and forth and and just part of the part of a part of the book and um, you know that's set up to be like in Norwegian Norwegia. <laughs> in Nor in almost said Norfolk <laughs> in Norway. And you had Rory Culkin playing Hieronymus. And he was a guy who was supposedly starting off black metal in Norway, as you know it. And, you know, he rounds up a group of guys. And he starts off uh, the new thought pattern of what black metal is about. And telling people to go out there and just, you know, kill yourself and blah, blah, blah. And all this, do all this bad shit. Because that's what black metal should be all about and so he recruited some guys and they were around and spouted that and eventually they went out and started killing people and burning churches a shitload of churches and Hieronymus wanted to back out of it because he was like man this shit's crazy and basically he was like this is just all a bunch of talk he was just trying to set someone up and then Varg who was in the band uh, took it way too serious and just said, fuck you, man. And he went after him and he, at the end, killed him. So, um, and Varg did time and stuff in prison over there. But that's a story in a nutshell. But they played some good music and they saw, showed a lot of venom on there. Um, T-shirts everywhere. Uh, they played some Accept. I can remember Metallica's in it. Uh, man, it was a pretty good soundtrack. I, I enjoyed it. And the one thing I, you know, that I didn't really care for that would have that would have made the movie so much better was almost every character that played in this movie spoke really good English, like American English. They didn't have an accent. You would think if they were living in Norway or they were coming from Budapest that they would have an accent. No. Nah. There was one guy who had a little bit of um, a little bit of accent. It was, I don't even think it was an, like a Norwegian accent. I think it was more like an English accent, uh, to be, be truthful. But it was, it was pretty good. I think Rory was right on target on this. Um, did a great job, and man, he rocked it. <laughs> he took he took he took um Eronimus to a different level and did a good job with him, man. And from what I hear, he did, a, he did a shitload of researching on black metal and everything, and everything that came around around that time. So, um, if you get a chance to check out the movie Lords of Chaos, do it. It's on Amazon. It's it's all over the place on Vudu and wherever you boost your movies from. Go check it out, Lords of Chaos. It's pretty good, and like I said, you'll love the soundtrack. And if you grew up during those day, those 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 days, and you you just start start seeing shit that reminds you of it, that that era back then. It's pretty cool. Even if you did, even if you weren't never into black metal, um, like I said, it's just cool to see a metal movie and 
that's what we need. We need more metal stuff out there. Just um, keep the get the keep the word going because you never know what happened if it starts spreading. And then we may have a, a huge insurgence, and then we get rid of the country music. We definitely try to get rid of pop music, and need to bring metal back. That's where it needs to be. Horns up, fists in the air, baby. Okay, well, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take a little breaky-poo, knock out some of these little commercial thingies. We'll come back, and we'll start with interviews, and then we'll, we'll see where it takes us from there. So, like I said, thank you for tuning in this week's edition of the Maxim Threshold Radio Show. We're live tonight in Tampa, Florida. So, yeah. And we're also live in the town where you're at, too. In fact, we're only two houses down. We could see you. Mm-hmm. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. Call into the show. West Coast callers call 213-973-7237. Once again, 213-973-7237. East Coast callers 440-709-4977. Once again, 440 440- 709-4977 This is the Hellion and you are listening to Maximum Threshold on the net where Dom just sacrificed a live goat in the name of METAL! Hey, this is Johnny Kelly from Seven Void, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Yeah. You want to follow Maximum Threshold Radio? You can do so. You can find us at MaximumThreshold.net, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Maximum Threshold Radio, Twitter at Max Threshold. You can also get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Maximum Threshold. Pretty damn simple, huh? Check us out. Follow us. Be part of us. Impactors Oh, well. Who wants to live forever? This is Jill Janice, a huntress, and I gotta tell you, when I'm on the road, there's only one thing I'll pee into, and that's a funnel. It's called the Go Girl. I hope you have a minute to go check it out. 
Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Nine Inch Nails have collaborated with comic and movie giant Marvel as they've put out a limited edition Nine Inch Nails shirt to coincide with the premiere of the new Marvel movie, Captain Marvel. Pre-orders are now up, and uh, you can check out the movie, which is now out as well. You can now listen to some teasers of the new Dub Trio. Their upcoming album is titled The Shape of Dub to Come. And uh, you can check out the teaser on their Twitter page. They have a new song titled Fought the Line that has a guest appearance from Mastodon's vocalist and bassist Troy Sanders. So uh, make sure you check this album out. It looks like it's going to be a good one. And Allison Chains released the first two videos of their series of their new film titled Black Antenna on YouTube. The film was brought about due to the filming of music videos for their newest album, Rainier Fog. So you can check that out. And continuing with your Maximum Threshold.net rock and metal news, Iron Savior released a music video for their new song titled Stand Up and Fight on YouTube. It's off their newest album, Kill or Get Killed, which is now out. And Children of Bodom released a new music video for their song, Hecate's Nightmare, on YouTube. It's off their new album, Hexed, out now through Nuclear Blast, so you can check that out. And finally, looks like Foreigner's former vocalist, Lou Graham, has some new solo material he hopes to release. Lou stated, I'm working on some things now that were extra songs on my solo albums. If there's 10 songs on the album, you usually record 13 and pick the best 10 or the 10 that are finished. So the other three have been sitting around for 25 or 30 years. And I went back recently and listened to them and they sounded so good that I finished them. So uh, Lou hopes to have something out in 2019 if all goes well. So stay tuned. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with the Z, And this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News. News report. Thanks for tuning in. Marzi Mondesari, heaviest Texas, my favorite station of all, Maximum Threshold. Awesome, brother. Thank you, man.
Listening to the show is like waking up the next morning and finding a big fat chick next to you. Wait, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, man. You just got done here in Heaviest Texas with To Keep a Promise. Kyle, Tom singing on there, too. From Exorder, man. It's, that's some good shit there. I'm looking forward to getting the full release of that. I don't have it. I just have that track. So I'm going to hit Marzi up. Because, man, that's some good, get some good shit in there. It's exciting. I like hearing new stuff that I know that's good stuff you know what I'm saying you know when I find something that's good I like to bring it out here and pass it on to you guys as well and hey why hold it in you know got to share man you know what I'm saying yep okay man like I said we're going to knock out one of these interviews let's see um I might as well do let me do the let me do the Willow Shire one. That one's kind of short. We can come back in. Hey, if you hear music in the background, that's me playing. That's my song there, Angels of Movement. On my um I don't even know if you want to call it a solo thing or whatever the hell it is. I guess you can. But that's just me just throwing down some soloing. <laughs> yeah, so um I'm going to be back after this, man. Check out this interview. We'll come back and um, see what's going on, man. This is Dominic of Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Uh, Will O'Shire. And what do you do, Will? I write books, uh, urban fantasy books. Nice. What what are some of the books that you've written? Uh, I've written Fury and Revenge. It's an urban fantasy series uh, about a guy named Hunter. And uh, in the first book, it starts off with him coming back from a botched theft overseas and finding out that his partner takes on a job with a leprechaun. And in the process, they find out that there's this uh, fiery unicorn that's going around destroying town, and they have to kind of track it and figure out what, it, what it's doing. Nice. How long does it take you to write a book like this? Uh, these books, it, it depends. Um, Fury took probably, I think I wrote it within a month, um, but of course, editing, publishing, and all that takes a, a lot longer. It's usually two to three months before you can publish. Before I can publish. Do you do this as a self-publishing, or can a publisher doing it for you? Uh, self-publishing. Nice. Who is? How's the, how can people get a hold of your books? Uh, on my website, willowshire.com, uh, Amazon.com, any uh, of the book reta- main book retailers. Your writing styles. Who could it be compared to? <laughs> uh, I actually don't know. Um, what I've been told in reviews is that it's my writing is very creative and unique. Um, I've had people compare it to many different things, from Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings, but it actually isn't any of those things. Uh, so the writing style, it's just it's very different and hard to place to another author. Is it like a like an easy reading, or is it you get more more descriptive in your writing? Uh, very easy reading. Um, that's actually one of the comments people have enjoyed is that it's it's an easy, fast read, fast paced um, action adventure mystery um, with the fantasy creatures. Uh, very enjoyable read. What are your other platforms that you have your books at? Uh, Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble. Um, I sell them at the conventions, uh, paperbacks and eBooks. Um, then on my website, um, 
And those are the two big ones. There's there's other also like Kobo, Scribd, uh, some of those other um, more. Uh, some of them are international platforms and that sort of thing. Do you make your rounds to all the, the little comms like this? Uh, this is actually my first one. Was it? Uh, I started publishing in November. And so we started this convention, and then we have several throughout the year. Uh, we'll be at Wizard World in Columbus, um, and we're thinking of taking on some more Wizard Worlds, too. How much does it take, um, the, like, a cost to put a book together? Uh, it varies per book. Um, I mean, you, you, you have to figure you have your time writing it, which you're not, which you're not really getting paid for until later. Uh, book covers can be anywhere from, you know, three $400 and up. Uh, then you have editing, uh, marketing costs. It's really a wide range, and it depends on what you're selling and how hard you're pushing marketing and that sort of thing. You do all the editing yourself? Yes. Oh, you put your The edit, editing, I actually um, I do my own editing and try to polish it up as much as I can. And then I have friends that help me out and that sort of thing that are you know English degree friends and that. that kind gotcha. Of thing. Do you have any advanced degrees or anything like that, or just uh, just right out of school just this has popped in your head an idea to do this. You know, I've actually been a uh, freelance web developer for ten years, um, and I'm starting. I'm, I needed a change, creative change, and uh, this was, uh, or my degree is in uh, computer science and mathematics. Okay. So a very different degree, uh, but it came time that I was like, I need something cre more creative and uh, more control over. Um, try to get away from like the computer science, the support issues of the internet, and that sort of thing. Who are some of your influences in writing this type of styles? Uh, influences, I'd say a lot of fantasy authors, uh, Terry Brooks, um, Jim Butcher, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling, all of the, the big fantasy authors, I really enjoy their books. But again, my writing style, it's I, I thought it was unique, and then as people have read it, they've told me the same thing, like it's very unique and creative, and nobody, every time I ask, they're like, I can't really tell you what it's like. So it's different. That's what I can say. Is it's different. Just one more thing. Um, how can people get a hold of your books again? Uh, Willowshire.com. W-I-L-L-O-S-H-I-R-E.com. Is that your personal website? Yep. Nice. Can you do us a quick favor for a radio show? Sure. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, your book that you're put out, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and throw something crazy out at the end of it and don't put no thought into it? Uh... <laughs> You put me on the spot. That's, now my, that's the job. My, that's yeah, my my I go blank. Um, so it was maximum. Maximum threshold radio. Maximum threshold radio. So just like promo code max, uh, and I have no idea what to say. I'm just completely blank. Just say your name, your your book, your book that you just put out, okay. and then you're listening to maximum threshold. Oh, okay. And then just, just think of it as if you're listening to the radio station and hear when those promos come on. Yeah, okay, I thought you were saying, like, okay. Uh, Willow Shire, listening to Maximum Threshold Radio, uh, and my book is Fury. Nice. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There you go, man. Willow Shire. Check out his book and enjoy it. Now I got a special call that I'm doing right now. Um, we played his music a little earlier, and hopefully this works. Da, 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 da. Okay, turn off the window. Okay, let's go.
still waiting for. There we go. It's ringing. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. It sounds. How are you? Well, pretty good, man. This sounds so clear on here. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man, I better not cut their cheese. <laughs> I probably could smell it from here then. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to say over to my friends over the phone. It's like, you smell that, man? Oh, okay. <laughs> gotta get you in the in the loop with Michael because he likes to send all the times. So he'll go to like um like um real fancy restaurants and he'll go to the bathrooms and he records his dumps and so he'll send it over to us you'll hear like chariots of fire in the background playing and you just hear him just dropping a massive load chariots of fire that couldn't have been a better <laughs> fucking background music <laughs> <laughs> chariots so, of fire that's awesome <laughs> so everybody who's tuning in you're listening to got Marzi Manazari on, on the show what's going on man Man, I was, like I was saying, I was just about to get ready to go to the studio. Mm -hmm. I've been back and forth to Louisiana and, um, you know, got this heaviest Texas thing kicking. And I've been, uh, so I just got back from Lafayette last night. Oh, sweet. Slept most of the day. Um, I say most of the day. I'm kind of fatigued because there's like a bombardment of emails and you know just like a lot i got a lot of i got to do a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with guitar playing oh are you making so, are you making movies now i'm gonna be in a movie uh next year it's a biker movie uh but besides that i don't have anything solidified no mm -hmm. i could see I'm you in a biker be, movie man. doing my acting bit a uh, little bit I'm, I'm gonna act a little bit in uh heaviest texas is uh third video mm -hmm. and uh you know that's about it i'm, I'm gonna grab i'm gonna grab whatever i can and, uh, and and then we'll see what happens i just i like i like anything that has to do with art and music man yeah. i grew up my parents were big movie buffs you know i've always liked you know acting i've never was in theater or nothing like that but you know i've always been like uh you know just weird shit man like i've been on uh wife swap Mm -hmm. But I wasn't like a guy who was swapping wives. I was like a guitar teacher. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't so much then. So I've been on television before, but I've been myself, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dave uh, Dave Hill did that bit with um, Metal Grasshopper, and I was the metal dude in this town. <laughs> that was pretty cool. A couple of episodes of that. And uh, I'm a terrible fucking actor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I just have a, a particular look mm -hmm. so that's capitalized on, I think, more so. No, I, I give you all what I got, man. All I got, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, see what happens. I was in. I'm probably full, 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 full throttle currently. As this, I mean, you know, when you first start the engine before you even rev it up, but you know, you're about to go on a race. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about uh, heaviest Texas with the uh, Guitar World premiere. I feel as though the the engines have been ignited, and now we're you know, next step is to put. You know, get up to the line and push the gas pedal down, man. I hear uh, you. Let the, April fifth, nineteenth is the release. You know, we're going to tour it. We got uh, two more videos coming out. We just premiered one video for our first single, which is called uh, "To Keep a Promise." Yeah, man. So that's been that's taking up all my time. But 
you know, it's been kind of like um, on the back, not on the, just, I'm doing the Michael Sweet record. Oh, are you? And my, Michael Sweet's got, mm-hmm. you know, the world's greatest guitar players, man, featured like he's picked out, uh, you know, he's picked out some scary monsters. And, um, <laughs> I'm scared to be on it, to be honest with you, man. But I'm going to, I'm going to do my best, uh, because Michael Sweet is his last name truly fits him. Oh yeah, he's, he's a great a, guy. He sure is, yeah. man. He's extremely talented. He shreds on the guitar. Mm-hmm. He's got insane pipes, and he's like he writes great songs, and he's a great performer. Like, oh yeah, man, he literally is a full package. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, uh, to top it off, the cherry on top is that he is an incredibly sweet individual. Oh yeah, and he deserves everything he gets, man. Um, good because he, he's got a lot of good karma coming his way um and you know the mighty exhorters third records online and i'm about to go in there um and do my studio on that too so there's a lot 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 of task man a lot a lot of head you know playing uh live and, and stuff like that is my favorite thing to do but right now just like i mean like Promoting something that I did for two years, which is heaviest Texas, and at the same time, I mean, the, I mean, the mode of being—I got no choice. Extremely creative, because I'm about to just go into the studio and put something down that, yeah, I'm gonna have to abandon, and it's gonna be there forever. Yeah. So, you know, I know you know me, man. I, <laughs> I care about things so much that uh, I'm not just gonna walk in and walk out. Uh, you know, I'm gonna tend to it the way it should be tended to. So that takes a long time, man. Oh, yeah. And t- something that I don't have recently, unfortunately. <laughs> I got a question for you. In the in the the video to keep a promise, all those Randalls in there are they yours and are they real? They're absolutely every single one of them is real. They're all mine. <laughs> I have more, and, uh, but they're, they're actually they're all mine. Um, and yeah, they all. There's I've never ever I've messed with dummies before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, you know, the guys helped out and we were 10 cabinets total. Wow. Now, why do you need that many? I want to hear this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so initially, it's not the why do I need that. It's initially Rasher stat. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me four stacks to go and play live with because of the way their stage was set up. And uh, so I ended up with five stacks. <laughs> and, uh, six heads total. Damn. I got five thrasher heads and mm-hmm. uh, 120 watts, and I got one 50-watt thrasher head. So you're literally bringing the wall of pain with you when you, when you plug them in. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, live, I, I honestly, I haven't never done that you know i've only well, i think the the most i've ever done is i've used two stacks on my side mm-hmm. and i always put a stack on the bass player's side so because you generally you never hear the guitar on that other side oh of the that's stage. true yeah it's sa- really crap well mm-hmm. so it's not that i'm like killing the bass player but i'm just kind of like balancing out the kind of like stage volume so the people that are inside you know the front few uh, rows, you know, kind of get a bal- good balance prior to oh, yeah. catching the PA. And then, you know, the PA takes over. Yep. And a lot of times you just get a crappy sound from the board anyways when you're up there and, you know, your wedges ain't working 
or something you just got to wing through it yeah 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 that's just you know which we're like having played with exhorter on road you know, and having to play with like whatever it is at your you know disposal that kind of is like the script too mm-hmm. you know you don't know what the hell you're about to play with you don't have time to sound check you get on stage there's like you know art machine yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you play, play with a you know intricate fucking metal with a fart (laughs) i hear you uh marzi just a couple more things we'll let you get going because i know you got stuff going on over there um so when when again is um the new um heaviest texas coming out april 19th nice and where can people get picked it up at just regular places they usually get them generally all all all, uh yeah um whatever digital outlets there are out there but you can, you're going to get it from heaviesttexas.com and then uh, the label that it's on, which is Crunchy Western Records. It will be uh, available then. I got news about it, but I just can't say. Yeah. Like, truly, but because, like, you know, it doesn't come out till the 19th, but, you know, yeah. You can get CDs and you can get albums. And then it'll it will be available digitally. Nice. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I, in, in a sense, uh, not to, not to elaborate too much. I'm gonna give back. Uh, just, I mean, you know, we're a brand new band coming up, so nobody even knows us. Mm-hmm. But right off the bat, I'm just gonna give back, and in, in, in which, in my eye, is gonna be to the listener. Uh, I don't give a shit about trolls or haters mm-hmm. and anything like that. But the people that love music and, you know, because we're taking our time and putting a lot of love behind what we're doing. So oh, yeah. we really didn't fuck what anybody really says about anything, man. like the style or the, that. He's just they're going to pigeonhole my ass, man. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do right. and kind of do what he wants to do musically. And I think that way we're actually fair to our audience because we put our blood and tears and, you know, everything into it. And we did not take any shortcuts, by the way. I'm doing a, in this record. And we made a good sounding record and we did it independently through an independent label, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not a big label. It started, you know, crunchy Western record, brand new label. So mm-hmm. you, people can get it through there and please get it and share it with all your friends. Sounds good. April 19th. Okay, Marzi. Hey man, I want to thank you again for popping on here and we're just shooting the shit and getting everybody caught up with Heaviest Texas and whatever you got going on there. Man, I totally lost you. Say that again, Dominic. Oh, I said I'm just I'm just thanking you for taking time out and you know being thank on here and getting help getting the word out there of Heaviest thank, Texas. Thank you very, very much, man, for having me on. And uh, you know when it comes out, I look. Let's let's chat again, man. I oh, definitely. Love to- be back on and uh you know me man i talk a lot and and you know <laughs> i'll let i'll get i'll let you ask me some questions Ooh, uh, sweet <laughs> we can talk about the songs you know we can talk about the band getting together and mm-hmm. this, you know how all that stuff and then you know bless your heart man i love you very much love you too man talk to you and i love your audience and much love to everybody okay man thank you so much for having me brother you're welcome and have a good evening there you too my man okay Bye-bye. And there you have it, Marzi. Just popping on here, like I said, just for a couple minutes here, just wanted to just talk about what's going on with Heaviest Texas, and we did it. There we go.
Thanks, Marzi, man. Appreciate it. Okay, man, we're going to get back in the mode here, and then we got something else planned for you. So don't go away. We'll be right back. There, yeah, there you go, man. So let me, um, we got, we got another special call here. Let's see. Let's see if we can pull this one off. Hey, in the background, I got the bars open by brick by brick. scared me <laughs> thank you for using magic jack your yearly subscription has expired oh now you tell me i didn't even know my phone was off <laughs> hello hey butch what's going on man how are you buddy oh pretty good just hanging in here just got back a couple hours ago and and we just got caught up in the show here so yeah just wanted to All touch right. touch base with you and and just see what what's going on uh are we on the air right now yeah okay um well i'm down here in florida in orlando i'm getting prepping up for my tour I'm gonna be leaving in about another 10 days i start off in Frisco, texas with the monsters pinball reveal at the pin at texas pinball festival we're gonna Put me with my cars and uh, Pat Priest will be making our final appearance uh, as a Munster out on the road, and we're going to surround us with 22 of these new Munster pinball machines. So, wow. so it should be exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what other what other big cities is that taking you to? Uh, where am I going? Yeah. Oh God, that's, you need to go to munster.com and check my schedule. But off the top of my head. Uh, mm -hmm. Do that, then we go to uh, East Coast uh, to, to a horror convention in New Jersey. Then we come back to uh, John Schneider's Bose Extravaganza with Kid Rock uh, in Louisiana for his birthday. And then we go to Oklahoma. And then we go to the next. And there's about 17 stops right now in place, and we're uh, putting together another 15 baseball stadiums. Uh, and three or four more drag strips. So it'll, wow. the easiest thing to do is just go to Munsters.com and look at my schedule. Nice. How's, how does it feel, man, after all these years, you know, staying relevant and out there in people's minds? How's it, how's that make you feel? Well, it's an interesting dynamic. It really is. Mm -hmm. it's, it feels good. And, you know, in a, a one-word answer, it feels great. Yeah. But um, it's, it's people are so... Um, happy and, and they, they like to, to think back to the past and the 60s especially the pop culture decade for music and uh, TV and movies and stuff it just uh, happens to be a show from a period that everybody seems to embrace and um, the fact that I, you know the cars and the hot rods I've got and the show itself and it, you know falls into horror sci-fi comedy um, memorabilia tattoo conventions and it just all it's across the board with the uh, 
with its uh, with its uh, uh, various various types of events you can go to. Now, do you do this full time, or do you do something else other than? than no, my my company Monsters Events is booked full time. Oh we, yes, uh, we work hand in hand with. Uh, I mean, I, you know, like the, the Comic Con, the Wizard World thing is really one of my smaller uh, deals that I do. Most of the time, it's racetracks. Interestingly, NASCAR, drag strips, um, festivals for cities themselves, Halloween, obviously, we go around the country and do a lot of attractions at various theme parks. And, uh, and in between, I do a lot of automotive uh, dealers and events and car shows. Nice. Yeah, now, that sounds mm-hmm. that sounds more interesting than just sitting around at a, you know, at a table you know, doing autographs and stuff, man. It, well, it is, and, and the thing is, most of the time, I can't bring my cars to autograph shows anyway because I require a 30 by 30 foot spot, mm-hmm. and they would rather have 12 celebrities there in the space that I require. And, uh, I mean, that the comic cons are great. I mean, I, I did them for years, and mm-hmm. they actually finance, they really finance me getting into the automotive thing, so I don't have any uh, ill will towards yeah. them, but I, I'm more of a kid, and I prefer doing the on-the-ground, cross-country, stopping at, you know, smaller venues and dealing with more local people as opposed to coming into the major, you know, uh, giant giant uh, arenas. Gotcha. I got, I got a question here that somebody um, posed to me a little earlier today. They were asking, um, of all the people that you've met over the years, who's the who's the one person that really made you, like, become, like, a fanboy out and, you know, like, you... Got you real excited to meet. Uh, well, there's, there's, a, there's a few of them, but mainly uh, as a kid, I was lucky enough to meet Walt Disney. But I was a kid, and I didn't really yeah. probably achieve the, you know the, the, the status that I would have liked to have. Uh, as a teenager, I met Rob Serling and Twilight Zone was my favorite show. But literally uh, about 20 years ago, I was working. I did a couple commercials for Little Caesars with Evil Knievel and Jimmy Walker, and uh, Evil Knievel definitely was larger than life for me. Um, but recently, a couple of years ago, I had a chance to meet Mario Andretti. And oh, Mario right. is larger than life to me. So uh, most of the people that I find to be super uh, bigger than life are uh, of the automotive, uh, motorcycle, or car-related nature. Gotcha. Now, do you have any... Um the cars you get, do you, you get them and re- you refurbish them? Or do you have any that are custom-designed for you? No, right now, the only thing I've got right now is just my motorcycle, my drag, uh, the trailer, the truck that I, that I drag them around with. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am building an escape room, and I'm going. I'm building another drag, you know, so what I'm going to do in 2020, I'm going to forego both cars and downsize the uh, 22-foot trailer with a monster-themed escape room that will also house the Dragula for transportation. It'll When I get to my destination, the Dragula comes out, and the trailer becomes a walk-through uh, and I'm probably going to get rid of my truck and get a motorhome to put in front of it, so I'll just be totally self-contained. <laughs> gotcha, that. Let's see here, just a couple more things and let you get going, because I know you got a lot of a lot of things going on over there. Um, Thank what, you. Once, once again, how can people get a hold of... You You, had, you, put, a, you put a big book out a couple years ago, didn't you? Yeah, the, uh, the 50th anniversary, September 24th of 14, came out. It's called the Munster's Memory Book. Mm-hmm. It's still available in paperback. The hardcover was only 100 of those were printed for collectors, and it sold out immediately. But we've been moving along nicely with the uh, the uh, paperback versions, just as nice, a little smaller, a little, a little less expensive. 
Uh, my house in Missouri that I bought three years ago, which was haunted, I had it up for sale. And uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, the uh, network uh, called, and uh, they want to possibly entertain the idea of doing a TV show out of it. So I may hold on to it a little <laughs> bit longer. Yeah. Uh, and do that, and uh, we're also working on another project with uh, the gentleman that used to produce Super Scary Saturday for Al Lewis out of PBS in the 80s. Oh, wow. Wants to do a live stream horror host situation with me, uh, Eddie's Monstrous Movie Mausoleum, uh, be fun, subscription, 10 bucks a year type of thing, but we'll be, we'll be having a lot of fun with it, and the guy's very talented, and he did a wonderful job with Al Lewis, so I know I'm in good hands, and we think alike, and we have a lot of fun with it, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Gotcha. Okay, Butch. Hey, man. I, like I said, I just want to touch base with you tonight, and because it's been a been a while, man, talking with you, and I just wanted to keep the word out there, and also get to keep the websites out there, just to draw traffic back over there to you and help you out as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Munsters and that'll lead you to my Facebook pages, which is uh, the official Munsters fan group and personal pages as well. But uh, Munsters will get you everywhere you need to go. Okay, man. Hey, Butch, I thank you again for being on here for for a little bit. And like I said, just keep, keep, keep in touch, man. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Okay, have a good one. Bye. 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 There you go, man. That was Butch Patrick. You remember him from um, the Munsters. That was Eddie Munster. <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, I wanted to see him today. I was looking forward to it. That was one of my main reasons why I was going to the Wizard World Con, because they had him on the list that he was going to be there. And when I was there and I didn't see his picture anywhere, I was like, I got to text him, man. Where's Where you at, man? And so that's why we connected tonight. So, now, yeah, thank you again for everybody for tuning in to this week's edition of the Max and Threshold Radio Show. We are still alive. Uh, let's see, we had interviews tonight so far with um, Will O'Shire, the author. We had a live call-in with Marzi Manazari. We just had Butch Patrick on the show. I'm going to play, play a couple more songs, and then I got this other this last interview that I thought was really good with Matthew Wolf, another author from, um, the, comp, from the Wizard, Wizard World Con. And then we're going to get out of here, man. But th- this was a great show so far, right? Had ni- you agree with me? We had nice content. We have some good music. We played music tonight so far from... Um, um, I forgot who we started off with. I always forget that. Then we played <laughs> heaviest. No, we 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 played Spirits of Fire, and if that is of course with Timber Per Owens and Chris Caffrey and a couple other good dudes. And then we went to um, Heaviest Texas, and we once we played Heaviest Texas. We got on the phone with Marzi. We got him on here for a few minutes. And then started playing a little bit of um, Brick by Brick. And that's when I called Butch Patrick up. And we had him on the phone here. And that's where we're at. So if you guys missed something, you missed a good chunk over the last hour. And you may want to this you may want to download this one get caught up because this was a pretty good show so far (laughs) and that's where we're at right now and if you're trying to call in the show you ain't gonna get through because i guess i didn't pay my phone bill (laughs) for the studio hey shoot me a text message and i'll call you from my phone how's that 
You can always text message the show at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 216. I'm sorry. 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text message the show. You can leave a voicemail on there, and I'll play that shit on here. Um, but if you're going to do that, you're going to call and leave a message. Text me that you just left me a message because I just I get so much spam on that number, man. It's unbelievable. Seriously, get about fifty. This is no lie. At least fifty messages a day on there, and I'm just I'm just swiping left, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> so maybe I got some good calls in there, but I still delete, delete. Like I said, text me on that number first. I say, hey, I'm about to call. And leave a message, and that's cool because I, I I don't pick up on that one there. Those are all voicemails, so everything rolls over voicemail. So you guys can leave love messages, hate messages, uh, band recommendations, concerts coming up, whatever you want to do. So um, there you go, you can do that. Let's get back in the mode here. I got to turn my mic down. I think I'm really freaking loud. I'm looking at where my levels are, and my levels are like way to hell up there. Check one, two, three. Yeah, I didn't. I don't want to be peeking that much. I'm too old to be peeking. Every time I peek is turtle, turtle head. So, um, okay. Well, if you guys are listening to us live, you get to hear all this music that I'm about to throw at you. If you're not listening to us live, you listen to us on a pre-recorded. You're not going to be able to hear some of this really cool stuff that we got lined up that we're about to throw at you. So, yeah. Okay, I'll be back in a little bit. Don't go nowhere, peep. Good, good people. There you go, man. Some new overkill for you. If you guys were listening to us live, you get to hear the whole song. If you weren't, if you just, just tuned in, you heard the last second. Uh, and this Saturday night, don't forget that it's Devo Savings Time. Go forward, move ahead one hour. Just want to throw that out there. Don't forget to turn your clocks back. Wait, go forward. Move them ahead. That's right. Don't go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, oh, man, did you guys listen to the show last week? We had a woven man on. That was a pretty cool show. Really digging that one, man. We called, we called overseas on that one. I just got tuned turned in on the turn. I, I just got turned on to their music, and I was like, dude, I gotta really look into this band. And we got them on the show that same day. How's that? It's pretty good. I also did a, a CD review of it earlier, so I was like, I was really pumped up. And so, um, let's see. Um, since these guys said it's okay, we'll play there's some more of their music. There was some Woven Man, Woven, W-O-V-E-N, Man, M-A-N. Check them out on Facebook. I don't think they're on Twitter or anything else. I know they're on Bandcamp. Uh, but these guys are out of, out of, um, over there in, um, up there in, um, I don't know. They're up there. <laughs> They're there um, by um, England and um, Scotland and Ireland and stuff like that. They're up in that, in that neck of the woods. 
he said that Merlin lived in his neighborhood. That's where he was from. So when I asked some stuff about um, Robin Hood and shit, and also if he was took part in church burnings and stuff, even though I knew they weren't from Norway. <laughs> here you go, man. Here's some woman, man. If you guys like COC, you'll, you guys will dig this. So here you go, man. Check out some woven man, woven man, woven man. Back after this, knock out our interview with Matthew Wolf and we're Audi like a baby.
have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. This is Andela Rock, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. There you go, man. Guys, listen to us live. You got to hear that brand new King Diamond. That was live. That was come to the Sabbath here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Uh, I got this last interview. Like I said, then we're getting out of here. I got the interview here with Matthew Wolf, author extraordinaire so here you go man check this out be right back after this and then we're gonna get out we're gonna make like a tree and leave this is dominic of maximum threshold radio and i have before me matthew wolf author of the running saga great man how you doing i am doing great thanks for being here i got up here a chance to check out this wizard world con and i came across your books over here and i just want to touch base with you and just turn people on or listeners on to your book and just get the word out there gladly yeah i can tell you all about it um so it's an epic or high fantasy uh if you're a fan of obviously lord of the rings or harry potter any of that stuff it's definitely up your up your alley it has uh meets kind of knights of the round table okay yeah. So the heart of the story is really about the main character, uh, Grey, Ava, and Darius, kind of this Harry Potter trio. Okay. And the whole life they've heard about the legends called the Ronin. That's why it's nailed the Ronin saga. The Ronin of wind and water and fire, even Ronin of flesh and metal. They were kind of these great elemental legends that everyone like were looked up to in the day and age. Nice. Right? But now they're just these bard's tales. Um, you know, these minstrels sing about them. Mothers tell the children to go to bed, otherwise the Ronin will get them. But as the shadow falls on the land... These nine legends are thought to be back, finishing what they started, destroying the world. Gray has heard the stories, he's been in the inns. He doesn't think the runner are evil, but he finds out that they're, uh, when he runs, walks outside this inn, he runs into them, sees the run in a fire, step out of the mist and shadow, and so forth, finds out they're real, and he is the next generation of them. No, it's nice irony. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it kind of takes twists. I like the story a lot because I've read a lot of fantasies that uh, the heroes are going to save the day. Yeah. And he has this kind of dark legacy is to overcome. So he may still save the day, but he has to find out if his power is good or bad and then prove to the world. Like, he needs a really good PR agent or something so like that. It's almost like Luke, the new Luke Skywalker. Yeah, it's like Luke Skywalker, who, but everyone thinks instead of being, uh, he has the potential to be good, everyone thinks he's just destined to be Darth Vader no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the heart of the story. And so now, but he thinks, and the cool thing is now it'd be like Luke trying to find other Luke's, you know. Now he has to go find the run of fire and the run of water and stone. And the, the whole premise of the book is kind of finding these young heroes in these grand settings. So going to the city of fire, uh, fire incantations lighting up the night sky, city of water with these kind of water falls raining from these heavenly clouds. These kind of epic settings to find next to their kitten. When you were coming up with the idea for this, were you picturing this as a, a movie in your head? Yeah, I mean the whole thing. Yeah, it first, sounds like it. First book was very, uh, like, it was very much this, you know, cine, cinema in my head. But as it went on, um, then the characters kind of took the life of their own. I still very much see every scene visually. Um, but the, the characters kind of became the heart of the story. And where they're going is, is where I kind of, I, I follow. Who is your writing style after? 
Uh, good question. Uh, I would say it has. It's kind of a blend of things. It would. I would like to say that it's the the world building. Everyone would like to say of you know some of these grand people like Brandon Sanderson or um, Wheel of Time or anything like that. But with a little bit more the action of kind of Brent Weeks, uh, but a little bit more like kind of quicker pacing. Okay. So um, I'd say that I'd say if anything though, it'd probably be kind of like a like a Sanderson kind of thing as far as quick. Writing action, like you get into the heart of the detail, mm-hmm. but grand, grand story. So you, so you don't pull out a lot of the details. So you just like do an overall overview of them. Yeah, I don't go into like specific. I won't talk about tree for like five pages, yeah. but you will. I mean, everything is phone flora and fauna. It's its own world entirely. So everything you will kind of slowly unveil, like the magic system, won't be just info dumped on you, but you'll understand it as gotcha. kind of it's going on. So. Any word talking about turning this into a comic book or sort of a movie or something? I would love to see. I was in talks with some TV stuff, and that would be amazing. Uh, I would love it to be a movie. I would love it to be both. Yeah. But I can see as a night because it's going to be a nine-book saga, that it would just fit really well into a, uh, into a TV series. So that would be amazing. Or a comic book would be super cool. So anything that it kind of adapts to. Um, but I just want it to be done. You know, so many movies... Uh, so many movies are really done well, and so many movies oh, yeah. are done not so well. So I'd be bummed if it gave its first run at it was you know <laughs> kind of mediocre. But if it was turned, if it was on the, the live screen, I would be, I would be, yeah, bonkers. Gotcha. Man. How long did it take you to write one of these books? First one took eight years, so it took me a while. Um, second one took eight years. No, I'd be crazy. I'd be like eighty-two. But uh, the second one took me six months. I could write eight hours a day nonstop, um, and then. The third one took me about two years. Oh, wow. So it's been about a year and a half, roughly, for every book. Um, so I'm quicker than definitely my, uh, some of my other colleagues, like Martin and all that. But um, each one's going to be kind of, book four is about halfway done. So a lot of people are kind of hounding for that one right now. So that's Do you fun. do this full-time, or is this just for fun? Full-time. Does it really? Oh, well, both answer, I guess. But yeah, full-time. Yeah, once book one came out and I could do it... Uh, it started doing well, reached top five on fantasy. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Then I just started doing it nonstop. Nice. So, yeah. So what's the plan after this book is done? Oof, I don't know. Uh, well, I got six more or okay. five more. Yeah, five more after is that. Is it a publishing deal? Yes. Can't do it? Yeah, that's the hope. So I got uh, four. Um, I want to do some short stories and things on that kind of deviate off from it. Everyone's like, is there another series in mind? Totally. I would love to write another series. Uh, right now, though, I'm like... As long as the kind of gas is in the tank for this one, I'm ready. Um, but I'm loving the story and the characters to see where they're going. So book four, then book five, and then kind of maybe I'll do a side project or something. Gotcha. How can people get a hold of your book? Uh, they can't. They just have to find me. No, uh, it's on Amazon. Uh, it's in Barnes & Nobles, things like that. The best way is either Amazon. So Amazon.com, Ronan Saga, Knife's Edge, type anything like that. You'll find it. Uh, Big Dragon's pretty much the giveaway. Or RoninSaga.com, R-O-N-I-N-S-A-G-A.com. And you can get signed copies on there. Because a lot of people get the first book, and they're like, yeah, awesome, where's the rest of the signed books? And I'm like, you can't. So now <laughs> I, now you can get them on the, sign, on the website. Yeah, gotcha. Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah, gladly. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, uh, the book that you're promoting or whatever, and say you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and throw something crazy out at the end of it, and don't put no thought into it. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, this is Matthew Wolf. This is the Ronin Saga, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Perfect. <laughs> this is Kayla Perkins, and I'm listening to Maximum Source Code Magazine, and I was recently in Country Strong with Tim McGraw. Hello, this is Barney from Napalm Death, singer, some would say, 
and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Hi, this is Adrian Vandenberg for All the Way from Holland, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Keep rocking, guys. You just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. It's live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist. 